my name is Addie Thompson, and welcome back to Thompson's Thoughts. Today, we will be looking into the three main reasons why books are banned, as well as a few counter-arguments of why books should be banned. Let's get into it. One of the main reasons books are banned today are because the topics are often feared. Ignorance and fear of a topic can often lead to banning or censorship of a certain piece of literature. Banning and censorship are two very different things, but they often go hand in hand. Let's look at the differences between banning and censorship. One of the reasons books are often banned is fear or ignorance of the topic. If a topic expresses themes that aren't really familiar or too mature to a certain age group, the book will be censored. Um, it's important to note that the difference between censorship and banning is quite a huge difference, but they do go hand in hand. So that's kind of confusing. Um, but let's walk through it. So if I have a book that maybe has a cuss word or contains a more mature theme, we don't want that book to be available to, say, a third grader. We don't want a third grader reading those words, or we don't want them reading about some sexual experience of a teenager. That's why there's usually a children's section in libraries, and usually uh, young adult readers, and then on to adult. One of the reasons censors are put in place are so that books won't be stumbled upon by younger people that they shouldn't be available to. It is hard to say what somebody's values should be, if a third grader should be able to read that book or not. But as we move through this, you have to understand that each family has different values. Children mature at different ages, and Different materials would be accepted more openly by different parents or different faculty members. And basically, if a book expresses something that wouldn't be necessarily talked about in the home of a child on a regular basis, then I do not believe that the book should be available to the child without the parent's permission. One of the reasons why books should not be banned is books allow children and adults alike to experience multiple lifetimes merely by opening and reading a few pages. Kids are able to learn lessons and read about mistakes they might not make if they would have read about it. So to unpack this, I would look into books like Huckleberry Finn. So Huckleberry Finn, a little bit of a troublemaker. Um, He's not your typical really well-behaved child. So parents might believe, oh, if I let my child read this, that's what they're going to be. But in the end, we do learn a lesson from Huckleberry Finn, as in most books. So should this book be available? That's a matter of opinion of the parent. One of the questions why, why books should be banned is different families, again, have different values. And different materials should be available to different levels of maturity. Long story short, um, 
I personally was not allowed to read the Harry Potter series until I was in fifth grade. And one of my best friends was allowed to watch it. And it was just really, really hard for me to have to accept that, like, no, my mom won't let me read this. And finally, in fifth grade, I sat both my parents down and I said, Mom, Dad, I know that this magic isn't real. I know that this witchcraft doesn't belong in real life. It doesn't have a place there. And I'd really like to like to read these just as fun for recreation. And my mom was finally like, okay, you can read them. So that year, while I was in the deer stand, anywhere I went, in the car, I read constantly. And it ended up on my ERBs. I scored a lot higher in the reading section and grammar section than I did in the previous years because by reading a book that I really, really loved, it allowed me to find something in myself that I wouldn't have known that was there if I wouldn't have been allowed to read a book that was censored within my family. And that's just a personal experience. And that's why this topic is so close to my heart is because I would have never found my love for reading if I would have never had access to those books. What if my library at my school didn't have those books? I would have never known that I love to read as much as I do. One last point on banning books is today's banned book is tomorrow's classic. A very good example is To Kill a Mockingbird. So To Kill a Mockingbird is kind of iffy around some more African-American communities. And the message of To Kill a Mockingbird is great. And the message of To Kill a Mockingbird is for justice without um, seeing race and without seeing color. And by taking away those books, it is a direct violation of the First Amendment. And you have the right to speech. And without, with taking away the author's right to speak to you, you are taking away a natural right that you were given when you were first born as a citizen or become a citizen of the United States. I read it To Kill a Mockingbird in eighth grade, and it really opened my eyes, and I'm sure the rest of my grade's eyes, to topics that we probably wouldn't hear about if it weren't for those books. And it's so well written that it has to be unpacked and it has to be thought more into. And it makes you think about the things that you probably wouldn't think about if you wouldn't have read it. And if you wouldn't have taken a step and be put into the shoes of a person who really lived in those times where segregation was real, where Jim Crow laws were real. And as today, we still experience segregation and some racial inequality, but it's not as to the biggest extent where it was a few years ago. And To Kill a Mockingbird really allows the reader to experience and feel like they're actually living in those times and understand what it felt like to be part of the segregation and to be in the heart of it, especially right in the South. Thank you so much for listening today on Thompson's Thoughts. We will be with you on our next episode, episode three.